This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good morning, everybody. I am Glenn the Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for April 8th, episode 2156, brought to you by Omega Alpha Equine. Good morning, Horse World. It's Monday. Monday is my favorite time of year. This is Horses in the Morning with your lovable hosts, Jamie Jennings. I am the queen. You listen to me. I'm sorry that people are so jealous of me, but I can't help it that I'm popular. Glenn the Geek. You look especially radiant today, Your Grace. I'm going to do a terrific show today because I'm good enough, and doggone it, people like me. Happy Monday. On today's show, Brady Jandro, star of the highly acclaimed movie The Writer, joins us to talk about that movie experience. Leslie Wiley chimes in with her latest horsey topic, and we bring you another edition of Equestrian First World Problems. All right. Hey, Glenn, I have to tell you that that listening to that bumper reminded me I went to my first ever medieval fair over the weekend. What? You lived in Atlanta. They have a huge Renaissance festival in Georgia. I know, but that was on the other side of town, and I don't. don't (laughs) You don't go over there. I don't go to South Atlanta. Okay, (laughs) sorry, I'm a Northeast kind of girl. (laughs) What a snob! But yeah, I know it was a total snob. But this one was only like four miles away, and you know I have like a little zone that I go. So (laughs) yeah, first time, and we watched the jousting and the. I mean, it was like a like quarter horses or draft horses, but first draft horses. One was on the Clydesdale, and one was on a Percheron, and then there was a the the like. Lady who was talking was on some sort of black warm blood type thing. And she like, you know, did half passes and things like that. Anyway, uh, Lucas loved it. And it was so funny because the, the jousting happened and there was like the king and queen and the other people like sitting in these thrones across from the way. And I'll just tell you, my five-year-old was in. He loved it. <laughs> Got him converted. <laughs> it was it was very next fun. time you're gonna um, make him a costume. He's gonna have to go. Were there a lot of the patrons there in costumes? Oh my god, there's it's you know what I went. I can check that off my list. So <laughs> we get in there and, and Lucas is like, "Mom, why are these people dressed like this?" Why is that? There was a guy with wings with no shirt, and he's like, "Mom, that guy doesn't have a shirt on, but he has wings." I I, uh, I I was like, I don't know how to explain this to you, my son. I don't. And and it was, I mean, there was a billion people there, and it's on campus at OU. This is a oh, is way right of life. Yes, yeah. it is. A oh, it's way a way of, of life. I mean, it's like 
I was hanging out with carnies. Like, we played carny games. Uh, well, it was, you know, now 30 years ago, it just was starting to be a way of life when we were doing it. it you know, there people. it was just starting. So there weren't as many people in costume and stuff, but now it's just because... I mean, people travel the country just doing the Renaissance fairs. I know. I met them. I do. I <laughs> meet them. I saw them. I gawked at them. I mean, and they had a petting zoo, which is actually from Oklahoma, and there was like... Snakes and fox. I and saw you holding and... all kinds of animals. Yeah, it was of... crazy. I held a kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It was it was very exciting. For those uh, that don't know, new listeners, that's where uh, I I started out my acting career was at the Renaissance fairs, and then we owned our own acting company for ten years doing medieval feasts. I, I find it even more disturbing that you met your wife being that. Yes, um, I was she, town crier. I was the one with the bell and the loud voice. She saw you and thought. God, that guy's hot. I was I in tights and a dress. Who wouldn't like that? I mean, uh, come on. Hey, you got you nothing. You answer that? <laughs> <laughs> you got nothing of what Jemmy and I did on Saturday and went to the Japanese festival where all the anime characters were there. Oh, my God. You, <laughs> you, th- you think your costumes were weird. You go hang out with the anime, guy- anime guys. Wow. Did you have to explain it all to Jojo, the six-year-old Oh, child he wasn't that- along, thank goodness, because that would have been... <laughs> There's some weird stuff, No, dude. Jemmy had to explain it to me, didn't you, Jemmy? Because I was like... I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> he wanted us to talk to uh, anime people. And he's like, look over there. There's a perfect, perfect group of people. I said, Glenn, that's Anna and Elsa from Frozen. That's not <laughs> Japanese anime. Can we please keep looking? She wants to talk Idiot. to the princesses. Well, <laughs> she found some good ones, let me tell you. And let me, these people had not been out of their basement since the last anime festival, let me tell you. <laughs> I could say the same about the people that were uh, in the Renaissance you probably festival. probably could. <laughs> And Lucas, I do tell you that the whole time I was like, we're going to the medieval fair, medieval fair. And he's like, mom, is it going to be scary? And I was like, what? No, it's, it's a medieval fair. And he's like, why are we going to a fair where people are evil? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Sometimes we forget how literal they are, you know? (laughs) Yes, totally. Like it's the medieval times. He's like. Evil times? Like, oh, <laughs> sorry, never mind. Oh, well, it's good you weren't saying Renaissance. He would have had no idea, really. Yeah, no concept. It, it's called the medieval fair. I didn't think that there would be monsters there, but there were some, to be honest. <laughs> some very scary, frightening people. Because you pair really, Renaissance times with people from Oklahoma, and there's some scary ass. I'm not kidding you. There was some frightening. And it had rained all day Saturday, so it was like oh, total mud, ankle deep in mud. Oh, welcome like to the Renaissance Fair. That's what I remember about the Renaissance Fair is mud. and dancing and spinning around. Did they have mud beggars there that did a mud show? Did they do a mud show? I don't know what that is, and I would have run away if I'd seen No, they're like very that. funny usually, and they actually wallow around in mud doing a show. So no, I You missed all the good stuff. We just saw the, we went to the jousting and the petting zoo, and I'm like, get back in the truck. <laughs> you missed all the good stuff. You t- and you, I know you didn't have a turkey leg, which is the other thing you're supposed to do when you go to a. Go I to- tried to photograph people eating it. That is horrible. <laughs> they take a giant leg of an animal and just gnaw on it oh, while they were watching so the good. jousting. Lucas had a snow cone. I was like, that's it. That's all you <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> <laughs> like tendons hanging out of their mouth. I was like, 
<laughs> Sorry. Do, do a daily witty. Do a daily witty. Daily Winnie time. Well, I have a couple birthdays for you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday to you. <laughs> Auditor birthdays, TJ Egg and Allison Laura. Happy birthday to both of you. And also to Kristen. I'm not going to say any more. She posts in the auto room and I don't have permission. But I just wanted to say I'm glad you're okay and I'm glad you're still with us. Uh-oh, so, somebody had a fall. Yep. So, uh, Kristen, we're, we're glad you're still here. So remember the other day I talked about how horse lovers had a sale on fly sheets and it was like they were free, Glenn. They were $20 a piece. So I went and bought every one of my horses a fly sheet because, you know, bugs in Oklahoma. And so I bought everybody a fly sheet and all they had left was the same colors. And of course, all my horses wear different sizes. So Our sweet heart of an auditor, Monica Raymond, has an Etsy shop, and she made me name tags for every one of the horses in the whole part. Yes, they're like tiny little zip ties with the little names, and and she got everybody's names. She even spelled Zeus right, which some you never do uh we got zara duke pink stanley groot chili drax i love it they're so cute so anyway um so now chad can know who's is who's you know and that's what she said and i wrote back and i was like that's amazing chad thanks you and then i realized there's no way chad's ever gonna put a dang blanket on one of these horses (laughs) he must be crazy i'm out of my mind thinking he's gonna he won't even blanket him much less put a fly sheet on him so anyway i appreciate it because i will be looking at them thank you very much (laughs) thanks monica horse husbands as a whole we do kind of think fly sheets are ridiculous but i'm just saying that's um there's bugs and yeah, grossness. But, I mean, what about so, all those wild Mustangs out there? They don't fly sheets. You know how long wild Mustangs live? Like seven <laughs> years. Okay. There's a lot of things that they have to deal with. Hey, so uh, anyway, yeah. go, go ahead, please. Weatherbeater uh, is sponsoring our coverage of the Land Rover three-day event at the end of the month. A couple of weeks Hold away, on. actually. Hold on. It's now... The Land Rover three-day event presented by Mars Equestrian, sponsored us by Weatherbeta. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine the announcers having to say that every time, a thousand times over the weekend? Anyway, we're going to be there, and we're doing a meetup, aren't we? Every time you hear that over the microphone, you have to drink. (laughs) So Weatherbeta is sponsoring our coverage. We're going to do a show there uh, Friday morning and Sunday morning, like we usually do, and we'll get a whole bunch of guests. We're going to record it live. We're usually down in the vendor area, right? My horse lovers, actually, is where we're set up, and uh, listeners can stop by and watch. And we're doing a meetup on the Friday night, uh, so you want to give the details about that? Yes, it is. Go to horseadoption.com. New Vocations has an open barn and barbecue. I have to say it right because there's also an open bar. So come on. What are you doing? Open bar, barn, and barbecue is what I'm calling it. <laughs> and it is at their facility. And you can look at all the adoptable horses. They've got the big farm and where they do all the videos and the photographs and all the horses. And there's a, a barbecue and a barn uh, opening and an open bar. All of those things. And they have a demonstration, too, that goes on. And yeah. Nick Larkin, who won the first ever four-star, is going to be doing a demonstration. Not not even a demo, just uh, they're going to bring out a bunch of horses and he's going to talk about them 
because he's also a racehorse trainer. So it is the perfect marriage of an OTTB event to have Nick Larkin talking and, uh, I'm going to be there along with my retired racehorse radio co-host, Joy. Glenn is going to be there. Jennifer and will be there. Jennifer will be there. Yep. And are you ready? Abby's coming too. Oh, Watch good. out. Yay. <laughs> Meet sweet Abby. <laughs> anyway, so that's going to be the Friday night. And then on Saturday morning. I noticed morning, we already had some auditors signing up, so we'd love for you to join us. Heck yeah, man. And and that is a paid event. Do you do out. have to pay to get it. I want to dis- uh, disclose Yeah, I think that. it's like 40 bucks or something. Yeah, that but includes dinner. the food and the bar and everything. Yeah, the entertainment everything. So that's it. That's a very affordable evening out. And it all goes to charity. Everything is donated to New Vocations. So all that money goes into their program. Um, and then the other thing is Saturday morning for cross country. My favorite thing to do is to start at jump one at fence she one. She makes us and- walk all the bloody the hell way out there. Yep, I do because <laughs> I'm doing it. And so get your butt. I don't ask much of you. Nothing. <laughs> get your butt out there. Get your uh, boots on so your feet aren't wet in the then they will wet be. <laughs> grass in the morning. And uh, come on out. Yeah, so first jump on cross country fence one. We are going to be there 30 minutes before the first horse goes out on course. And you can come hang out with Sarah and then walk around. Or you can come and kick Glenn in the shin. Whatever you want to do. Either Either one. one. Everything's welcome. That's right. Hug hug Jamie. Kick me in the shin. Uh, So, yeah, that's that's coming up. I wanted to mention that. Also, we have a new thing we're doing with the auditors that's starting this week on Wednesday night at 730. On Wednesday nights when I'm available, we're going to do what we – you know, Inside the Actor Studio? You know that show inside the actor yes, studio? Yes, that is. I love that's that. That's like a show with like you know great interviewers yes. and fantastic super celebrities. Well, and that's nothing How like is, what we're going to do. Okay, <laughs> we're calling it inside the auditor's barn, and uh, it's going to be co-hosted by Megan Aline, who's hosted here. At everybody in the auditor's room knows Megan. Uh, her and I are going to have an auditor on each week, and we're going to do kind of a "This is your life." We're going to do an inside the auditor's barn. We're going to ask you questions, maybe play some fun games. You're just going to get to know your fellow auditors. We did some stable scoop a couple of years ago. Go, um, and it was very popular. And we thought, well, this was a fun way we can do it. Doing it uh, using Facebook Live to do it. So that'll be in the auditor's room. If you're not an auditor yet, you might want to get signed up. So uh, did did you have uh, you had something else you wanted to chat about as well? Oh, I, I just have a question. Yes. Um, but by the way, my brother is listening to today's show, and I'm. I'm kind of nervous. Like, it's weird. <laughs> no, family <laughs> never listens to our shows. No, he's no. never listened. Hi, Josh. He's uh, listening to today's show because he is the one who told me about our first guest, uh, who's a movie star. So we're going to have a movie star on in just a few minutes. And so my brother is the one that told me about it. So um, knowing that he's, he I think did it's visit funny me. that your non-horse brother is the one that told you about a movie about horses. And Dude, people. it's crazy. That's That's... <laughs> It goes to show you how awesome this movie is. So anyway, so he's listening. And um, now if I talk about this, he's never going to come back and visit. And so I I guess I need advice. And so I'm not – he's not an outdoor kind of guy. He's a, he's actually a movie guy. He's an indoor guy. And I'm, I'm an outdoor person. And I have – I need some advice because this is – I'm new to the world of bugs with horses. Um, wh- what happens where all of a sudden – I have 20 acres and all of a sudden out of nowhere, a billion billion with a B ant beds have come up out of the ground. Where were they? 
What was ants? going on? Are they fire ants? Uh, every size. Every kind of ant, every size of ant. I saw this little, look like a little ant bed. Last night, I'm out there with my sprayer. You know, I'm like tr- spot treating every ant bed in 20 acres. That's fairly now, hard to do. If they're fire ants, you're going to need special. Your your stuff won't work. Well, I kicked over this thing and like the, a movie, you know, where they a person gets eaten by ants. I'm like, run, Lucas! Well, <laughs> obviously, fi- if they're fire ants, you'll know. Just get a couple of Vanya and you'll you'll be itching yeah. for a week. Um, so down here, what they do is they actually do come out. And I'm sorry, it's chemicals. It's not natural. But they actually come out and spray the fields because we have, and this year's worse. I don't know if it's because we kind of had a mild winter, but there are fire ants everywhere this year. And There's some of the mounds kind of are ants, huge, small, medium, and large. Yeah, yeah, I don't have any of those. I know, I know, I know, kind of what you're talking about with the Florida fire ants. Yeah. I don't have any of those. Well, I just have nasty. <laughs> Oklahoma fire ants. Um, they're red, <laughs> and they're. Mid-grade, you know. Uh, anyway, so there's ant beds everywhere. They just popped up, and I thought if after it froze or something, I I don't I don't understand the life cycle of bugs. Uh, the second thing is, what the hell are ticks? Oh my god, there aren't ticks in Arizona. We don't have ticks now. There's ticks everywhere, and I don't know what to do to pull them off, to pop them off. Do well, they just fall of all, off? You should be spraying yourself. That's the first thing. And obviously, the ones that carry diseases usually are not the big ticks. They're the little ticks, the little tiny deer ticks. Those are the ones that carry Lyme disease uh, and every other disease is the little tiny ones. Lyme aside, (coughs) I I would like to just learn how to get rid of the ticks. Like, how do you just get rid of ticks? So we had a, a farm extension guy come over. Um, to, to help us with our pond and answer some questions, being responsible landowners. And he was like, I said, what about these ticks? Like, what do I do? And he said, well, basically, there's nothing you can do You're because right. we're surrounded. Every property around us is completely overgrown woods. Hmm. So they, he's like, they live in the trees and they come yeah. out they fall down. They get on animals like, uh, and animals transport them usually. Yeah. So every time I come in to bring the horses in, there's ticks that I have to pick. <gasps> Pick, yeah, and you either do one of two things with armpits. them. You keep some alcohol out there of some kind, and Jennifer just puts them in alcohol, and it, it kills them. Or you have to smash them. That's the only two I, ways. I've been smashing them, yeah. like with Which a is kind of gross. Yeah. It's really gross. But these are tiny little ticks, and I just Those are the ones that cause disease, so you got to keep an eye on your horses, too. They're Yeah, well, great. That's, that's, oh, I, I want them gone. Like, how do I, how do yeah, I destroy? No, no. <laughs> Sorry. So one <laughs> of the vets more than usual take... here, too, this year front line and like spray it and so so stanley had two ticks by his little beehole and uh, a little butt and i i i'm like what am i supposed to do so he was pooping the other day and i took some <laughs> he took some front line and like while he was pooping standing still i was on the <laughs> other side of the fence and i was like <laughs> now they do have that for the horses too the drops you know that you can use i don't you know how effective it is well that's know. what i'm wondering uh, you're you're not helping me so well, listeners out I there mean, we used to use that on the horses i don't know why we don't anymore i have to ask jennifer that question the vet told me that i could spray front lines i bought some front line and i've sprayed kind of in their armpit areas but it's nothing is really it's not really working yet so anybody and, has any and be further. careful of uh of your son too make sure you check him all the time 
Yeah, thanks. Yeah, we're we're uh, like those ticks. You know that song Brad Paisley sings? I won't check you for ticks. Um, <laughs> that, that's a like a funny country song. Yeah. I thought it was funny. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> that's real. Yeah, we've had. I found two on me this year, which I've never found in the time we've been in Florida. So, and I've had two of the deer ticks on me. Unfortunately, they hadn't latched on yet because you know how paranoid I am about ticks. So yeah. well, you've already got it. You're fine. <laughs> no, you can you've get it again. I mean, you can even get it worse. Yeah, they, they reinfect. So that's, that's the fun. other thing about ticks. If you had Lyme disease before, you can get it again, and that goes it's with the not horses like too. Chicken pox, where no. you had chicken pox, you're like, Meh. nope, nope. So yeah, you can get it again. So good news for everybody. Happy talk here this morning on a Monday. I just need help. What all right. do y'all do? Let, ja- let Jamie know what you do about your ticks. Uh, yeah. Maybe we'll post that on the Facebook page. And too. you know what the other godforsaken creature is that I'm finding here a lot? And I actually called Orkin. So Orkin is our like bug people because I don't know anybody here and our neighbors did it before. Uh, anyway, so Orkin comes out and it's pouring down rain. And uh, I had called him out extra because I cannot go out my back door because of the bazillion wasps that have made a home inside in between. So this house was made in, like I said, my brother's never coming back to visit. Um, there's this, this house is cinder block and then there's drywall and somehow between the cinder block and drywall and the garage, there's uh, some sort of community of, of wasps, like the orange ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lucas has already been sprayed because he was just, there was one on the back of the chair in the kitchen and has already been stung. It's horrible. So why on earth do I live here? Number one, <laughs> why did I leave Arizona where there's none of these things, just extreme heat? That's a, the well, heat you, to things. be fair, you did have scorpions. I mean, there's that. I didn't because I had a great pest control system. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. Uh... Scorpions over wasps and ticks. And I'm sure fleas are going to come into play. <laughs> it's just a no brainer. Well, last uh, something started happening and a couple of weeks ago. We started at the end of the show saying, what did we learn today? Just, I don't know. You started it one day out of the whim. And uh, Scary, one of our auditors, has now started on Saturdays posting on the auditor room, what did you learn this week? And the auditors chipe in. Some are kind of funny. I thought I'd share some with you from last week. I'm not going to give their names because I don't have permission. Um, so, So one of them was, it takes approximately three hours to show bathe a gypsy vanner. I was actually kind of surprised it was only three hours. That sounds like the worst three hours. (laughs) What a hair. Can you imagine if you show every week with your gypsy banners and you have like three or four? Oh, my God. And they won't cut a hair off that hide. No, no. And every hair has to be perfect and shiny and silky. And for Jemmy's benefit, gypsy banners are the pretty horses that you see pictures of all the time that have mega hair. They just have hair coming out of everywhere. It's just a lot of hair. Um, don't drive the mo- <laughs> I love this one because I've done it so many times. Don't drive the manure spreader with the wind. Always drive into the wind. You learn that the first time, and then you'll look for which direction the wind's going every time you drive the manure spreader again. Oh no! So here's what here's what, I don't have manure spreader. What I have is a ranger, and I take in the back, and we have a compost pile, so we're composting it. So. The ranger, thank God it goes fast. So there's always a north wind and it's blowing south, you know, and my 
my manure pile is in the south end of the pasture. So I have to, but so I'm like, okay, here we go. And I just floor it and go as fast as I can to beat the wind. Cause other, you could see it like the manure coming up behind you. <laughs> so you got to go really fast, really fast. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's nothing like poop dust all over you. Um, I learned I should have put a case on my phone. God, it doesn't matter. We all learned that one, though. When, I have a have... pretty good case, though. I mean, mine survived that fall on the track at the at the racetrack at Daytona Beach. Yeah, mine did not survive Zeus picking the phone up out of my back pocket with his teeth. <laughs> did you have a case? Yes, yeah. but he cracked the glass. He cracked right, this, cracked the glass yeah. so bad that. Um, I couldn't use my finger on it because it cuts it. So I have a piece of clear tape. <laughs> Did you ever get it. that phone replaced? No, no, I still have it. <laughs> uh, that sometimes I wait for my contract. <laughs> <laughs> that sometimes a bath is a waste of time, meaning a horse bath. At least it's new dirt. Every time a horse bath is a waste of time because every time they go out and roll. Every time. I like the hashtag they did. Hashtag one minute after turnout. <laughs> That's exactly right. And, and we all say the same thing. Well, it's new dirt. We all say that because we're trying to comfort ourselves. Yeah. How I'm about good. you can get caught up on a lot of HRN while painting? Yes, and painting these, is one of those things you could get caught up on a lot of HRN. These are things that auditors learned over the past week. I am getting caught up on a lot of stuff while uh, mucking stalls. So I get it painting i love this one i learned that my husband can simultaneously annoy me and make me laugh he changed mm -hmm. the lyrics from war war what is it good for to horses what are they good for also a liter of wine is probably more than two people should drink at dinner <laughs> did the song come before or after the wine <laughs> so i think it's after my, that's, that's kind of thinking and then i learned not to stream criminal minds on netflix when i'm alone at night in a dark house yeah Probably not a good idea. So I, when I lived in Ohio, I lived in, a, I rented a basement. Okay. And I, I, this is when you had your phone was, you know, connected to the wall and I had the entire, what is it? Fox Mulder and Scully. Oh yes. Yes. X-Files. X-Files. Yes. The whole X-Files on tape in order because God, one of the that show? Thir 25 years now. <laughs> And I played it, and then, oh, my God, I would pick up the phone to make a call, and I'm like, <gasps> I heard a click. Somebody's <laughs> tapping my phone. And I was like, who is that outside? <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. I can't start my car without checking the back seat first. <laughs> All right. Well, well, while we're getting our guest on, let's uh, hear from our good friends over at Omega Alpha Equine. Omega Alpha specializes in natural formulations for enhancing equine health and performance, and they know how much personality and behavior can factor in the quality of our relationship, whether we're an Olympic-level competitor or modest weekend warrior. That's why they've created three different all-natural formulas to help us get the most out of our horse-to-human relationship. Chill Liquid, formulated especially for horses with pre-performance jitters, Chill Ultra Paste with the added benefits of B1 and magnesium. And Premier, the hormone balancer for witchy mares. And you know who you are. Look for all of Omega Alpha's all-natural formulas at your local tack and feed supplier, or you can visit them online at OmegaAlphaEquine.com.
And thanks to Omega Alpha Equine for always being such an awesome sponsor. Before, are we, uh, do we have Brady or no, are we still working on it? She's working on it. Um, so I wanted I just, to, go ahead. Go ahead. I wanted to mention that, uh, you know how moms always said, oh, we, can, we can't have nice things with you kids in the house. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what the Chincoteague Volunteer Fire Company is saying right now, because they have had to move the horses into corrals because visitors are ignoring the warnings about approaching the animals. Oh, so no. they're having such a problem. And how long have they had for what? decades those horses have been wild there and they've been co-mingling with visitors well the vigor- visitors are apparently getting more gr- aggressive so the ponies were moved to the south corral of assateague island and they're going to be held there now until mid-april when they're rounded up for the health check and and all of that so yeah i mean you can't have don't anything feed nice the ponies. don't feed them don't touch them you know they're wild and apparently they've done all kinds of warnings they give people pamphlets they talk to them about it and they're still ignoring it so and I think that partly comes from people not dealing, many people not having any exposure to like wild animals anymore. So they think it's all like video games and, the, and TV, and they can just walk up and do whatever they want. Well, now they, now they took their toys away. Can't have anything nice. No, can't have anything nice. Well, hey, I want to talk to uh, everybody about this film called The Rider. It's a movie about a, uh, a I guess a, cowboy you know i'm trying to who had a tragic tragic head injury um and it's about a a guy named brady and i I think brady brady you're here with us i want you to describe the movie to everybody hello thank you so much for joining us hey thanks for having me on Oh, it's it's my pleasure. Um, I I saw this movie because my brother, who is not a horse guy but is a movie guy, sent me the 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 DVD and said you have to watch this. And I thought I can't. I, I train horses. I ride horses. I can't watch a a story about somebody getting hurt. And he's like, no, you have to see it. It's about kind of what happens during and after. And he was right. It was. It was such a moving movie that as soon as it finished, I started Facebook stalking you <laughs> to, to have you be a guest on the show. And here you are. So tell just describe the movie to somebody who hasn't seen it. What would you say the movie is? Uh, well, it's just, it just kind of follows, uh, you know, um, a fictionalized version of my real life story. Um, I was a, a member of the PRCA, uh, the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association. Uh, I was a bull rider and a saddle bronc rider. And uh, in Fargo, North Dakota, on April Fool's Day of 2016, um, I was competing in the saddle bronc riding at Fargo, North Dakota, at the PRCA Championship Rodeo there. And uh, um, right there near the whistle, I uh, was hung up in the stirrup and swung underneath my horse. And... Uh, um, she stepped on my head and I sustained community to skull fracture and was in a coma for a while. And, uh, it's, it's basically the story of, of my recovery from that injury. Um, I've trained horses for a living my whole life. Uh, I started my first three-year-old when I was only eight and I've just, that's basically all I've ever done ever since then. I used to start little ponies with my dad's help before that. And there's yeah, there's yeah, some kinda... there's some really amazing training 
uh, that you do on a couple horses, which apparently was just live. You just worked with this, a client's horse on screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They were all just horses. I was, you know, cause I, I didn't get paid a whole lot for the shoot of the movie and I hadn't worked for about a month and a half. Well, I, I guess it was only a month and a half before I started training horses again. My, my plate wasn't even fused and my, my the blood hadn't resorbed off my brain yet, but I, I wasn't going to go ask for any handouts. So I just went back to doing the only thing I, I know to do, which is training horses. Uh, and, uh, so I went, I went, when I went back to doing that, uh, the director of the movie, Chloe Zhao, uh, she's from Beijing, China, and then moved to New York. And then she, she came out here to research cowboy lifestyle to, uh, make a movie about, um, the Western heritage of, you know, South Dakota and the Pioneer Indian reservation. That was when she met me. It was actually before my injury. And, uh, and after my injury, we had a story when she found out I was training horses again, you know, before I had even healed. And so about four months after my injury, we started shooting the movie and they were all just horses. I was actually training in, in real time. Chloe's like, all right, Brady, we're going to do, you know, it was like the, the script it was like a 65 page script. And then there would be like one, one page would be like Brady trains horses. <laughs> that would be like a whole scene, you know? So. <laughs> that was amazing. your easiest yeah. script, wasn't it? That you yeah. could remember that part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, exactly. We didn't have to, we didn't have to rehearse or anything. And what's amazing <laughs> is that in this movie too, your younger sister, Lily is a part of it. Your dad is a part of it as well. And it shows y'all and life kind of on the reservation and so how did how did it work having your sister who who has her own challenges be a part of the the movie? You know, Lily was she's always been interested in, you know, videotaping, re-recording, uh, reenacting, um replaying, rewinding, you know, she's always her she she was always interested in plays and uh, movies and things like that her whole life. So I mean, I, I guess it was harder to get everybody else on board than it was Lily. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds she, good. Uh, Lily has like a photogenic memory. She could just memorize all of her lines or whatever. Um, a lot of hers was just improv, though, you know, just Lily being Lily. You know? Wow. So a lot has changed for you since the movie. Obviously, this accident happened three years ago. The movie came out an entire year ago. So um, when somebody comes up to you that you meet... How do you tell them, oh, yeah, by the way, I was uh, the star of a movie that was critically acclaimed last year. Like, how does that, how do you, how do you talk about that? I usually just, I usually don't tell people if if they haven't found out, it's just kind of neat when they find out on their own. The next time I meet them, they're like, hey, I found out you were in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a regular dude. This is a regular cowboy, uh, Glenn, who has is the star of a movie and by the way when you when you think oh it's a cowboy acting in a movie i've seen lots of movies where people are not acting and are playing themselves and are not acting very good you are compelling and amazing in this role and 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 so raw and it's just really impressive to watch you who's you're not an actor and yet you were such an amazing actor well, you see, Chloe, you know, she spent a lot of time out there, you know, like, honestly, she'd never rode a horse, rode a horse before, but she came out and she moved cows with us and stuff. And, 
she actually rode a couple of my young colts, you know, after I'd get some sweat on them and stuff, you know, like after they had about 10 days riding, I would, I would let her on them and describe to her about different things about horsemanship, you know, like the give and take push and pull relationship, you know, the connection, different things like that. And she picked up right on it. And I think she used like basically every scene she would compare to, to horsemanship. <laughs> like what she was she'd be like all right brady this is like this is like you know like desensitizing or something <laughs> i don't know was, that was how we connected i guess she tried to talk yeah. in your language <laughs> it's like... yeah yeah she she learned how to speak my language long before we ever started well, shooting the movie and you weren't too far after the accident when this was filmed right how how long was it no well, they told me that i wasn't even supposed to jog or anything for six months and, 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 and you started it, filming four and a half months, four and a half, four and a half months after my head injury. How Such hard was it? I would, I would ride horses every, so like all the nighttime scenes, or I mean, all the morning scenes are actually shot in the evening. We did no shooting in the morning because I had horses. I had six horses. I was training every day. <laughs> I'd wake up at, at five in the morning and start coffee and, uh, ride Colts until one o'clock, giving them about an hour a piece, you know? Some of them, they got off a little early if they did good. Some of them got rode a little bit harder. <laughs> so so did, uh, how hard I, was I it? I was done by about one, you know, showered up, ready to shoot until dark every day. So. How hard was it for you after the brain injury to remember the lines? And just to remember what you were supposed to do next? I mean, you know, I mean, you know um, I just kind of went with it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I, I had to regain a whole new sense of myself after my head injury to be honest with you i mean it was like like i i was like uh em- emotionally incompetent like <laughs> i don't know so like i had to regain a whole new control of my emotions i think in turn helped me to act in a lot of ways i well what's what's amazing about it is that not only did you have this head injury and you are coming back and then it's all put on film right in front of you so you're coping with all of that working full-time and filming this movie all at the same time and and still visiting your friend in the hospital and gosh please tell me that the part about i was so mad at your daddy for a while and then i I liked him again (laughs) my dad's not that much of a dick (laughs) <laughs> he's kind of a dick, but he's not that much of a dick. <laughs> I was so mad at him. I was like, "How dare he do that to Brady?" Yeah, there's got to be, a, there's got to be a villain. My my buddy Tanner, he, he's just a big teddy bear too. He's not like that either. So. <laughs> I was like, "These yeah, oh uh, yeah." How did your dad feel about playing himself that way? He thought it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he just had fun with it and. Had a couple little drinks of Crown Royal, I think, before every shoot. <laughs> Fun with it, I think, for the most part. Oh my gosh, this is this is the kind of stuff you want to hear. Okay, so here's the thing: a year's passed. Where are you now? What are you doing? I I mean, I've seen your Facebook well, page. I know that you have some additions to your family. Yep, yep. Um, my my wife carried on, uh, who is also in the film. Uh, we we were married shortly. Shortly after the, um, you know, the, the following spring. Is she the, the chick you the make out with? And in the, in, is she the chick you make out with? Oh, yeah, but we don't actually, we don't actually make out. We're just hanging out in the pickup. Mm, it was implied. <laughs> it was implied. I knew it was. Yeah, it was implied. My wife, Terry Don Jandrew, and then we have a daughter who will be two in July. Um, name is Tawny Bay Jandrew Bay, like a bay horse, of course. And uh, we uh, we raise uh, quarter, American quarter horses registered through the AQHA, you know, to do everything in uh, the arena. 
Um, we do mounted shooting, barrels, breakaway, cutting, ranch horses, kids' horses. Uh, I mean, I, we've even done a little bit of work jumping, you know, with some of our quarter horses, even. Um, they can do you know, everything. We, we Where are you? We raise a lot of Poco Bueno lines. Uh, we're, we're here in South Dakota still. Okay. Um, most of our horses, you know, are down here, um, south of here, around here, and then uh, um, keeping a bunch of our other horses down on the ranch, down on the Pine Ridge Reservation. Wow, amazing. So uh, you, you're just starting to thaw out there in North Dakota then, huh? Uh, in South Dakota, yeah. South Dakota. Uh, yeah, uh, we just basically uh, been raising a lot of horses. We've been working with Rendell Quarter Horses. Uh, they, they raise, like I say, a lot of Pocahuano, you know, lines and stuff like that. Uh, old foundation breeding. And uh, we've been breeding some Doc Jack Frost, um, some other lines like that into it, you know. Have, um, have you trying picked- to find the perfect combination of bone, depth, speed, and color and brains, I guess. <laughs> have you picked up new customers because of the movie? Oh, yeah. yeah well, I mean, a lot of people... Um, you know, a lot of people, they, they hear about my training, you know, not just because of the movie, but I feel like, uh, a lot of people that didn't know, you know, about us training horses and what we can do with young horse. Um, and then after they watch the movie, they're like, okay, now let's give them a chance. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So what are some of the, the ways yeah, funny, but, that you, you train, what are some of the kind of special ways as a Lakota Sioux uh, kind of ways, or how did you learn? Really natural horsemanship, you know, um, uh, I, I ride horses a lot bareback, you know, at first, uh, I feel like it's just it, like how good your horse turns out generally is uh totaled up you know whether or not it's a good ride or a bad ride if they have if they have 30 good rides in one bad ride they'll, they're better off than if they have 30 bad rides in one good ride you know <laughs> i never um, heard it put that way before but no, I, feel, right. I feel like it's necessary to ride every horse you know out of the corral the first ride i i feel like it's a necessary thing um because otherwise they get like they get they get found like in a cage you know they, they want out and when you open that gate, a lot of times you go through fences, you know, they don't, they don't know how to contain that. Cause it's, it's like a whole new thing. I feel like exposure, you need to expose your horse to a lot of things when you first start them, because that way later on, they, uh, they basically don't, it's not brand new to them. If you ride a horse 30 days and then you shoot gun off them, chances are they're going to be way more scared of it than if you ride a horse one day and then shoot a gun off them. Really? You might not believe me, but I know from experience. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yep. I wouldn't have thought that either. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny. Like, like, uh, you know, it's right. Horse the first ride. Then they, they know what's going to come the second ride. They're expecting it. Mm-hmm. But if you ride a horse 30 days and then you swing a rope off them, they're like, what the heck is this? Thing? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so where can people find you and maybe talk to you, reach out to you, have questions about their horses or training, or they want to send you a horse or look at some horses that you're breeding? Where, where can they go? Yeah. You know, um, I, I charge, um, I charge based upon the horse, the animal, uh, you know, age, a lot of different things. Uh, I usually do between, nine and 30 days riding on a horse. Um, sometimes in special cases I've had up to like 
you know, 90 days riding, you know, or some people have wanted me to really finish out a horse in a particular event or something like that. Um, you know, you can contact me on, uh, I, we have a Facebook page and, and our profile and, uh, we're, we're looking to set up like a YouTube channel with maybe like some training videos or something like that. Um, uh, yeah, like we're located right here in South Dakota. Um, you know, I got my phone number, my email, and everything on our Facebook page. Uh, our page is called Jandrew Performance Horses. Okay. And that's J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U. So I, I do have a question. Where can people, two questions actually, where can people see the movie The Rider right now? Well, it's out on DVD and Blu-ray and everything. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I believe you can pick it up at like most Walmarts and everything. Even actually. Okay. Um, my brother Amazoned it to me. So, uh, there you yep. go. Amazon as well. Amazon Prime and uh, iTunes as well. Okay, good. And the other question is, how is yeah. how is Lily doing? Oh, she's been doing good. You know, she's a she's a, a junior this year in high school at Kidoka, and uh, yeah, she's been doing great. Good, good, very uh, good. Yeah, well, been she's been riding a couple times this spring. And, does she like it as much as you, uh, or yeah. not? Uh, you know, she actually, she don't, but I think (laughs) she's a teenager, right? (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Brady. We really appreciate you joining us. The movie is The Rider. You can find it, as as we said, on Amazon's probably your quickest, easiest place or iTunes as well. Thanks for joining us and good luck with the business. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Brady. Yeah, I, I, I had looked for it on Netflix. It wasn't on Netflix yet. So I did check no. that this morning. Um, yeah, like I said, I, got, I just got the DVD on Amazon. So, or my brother sent it over to me. So He's kind of like a movie critic or something, isn't he? Your brother? My bro- Yeah. Yeah. He has been a movie critic for, gosh, ever, ever. And I mean, he doesn't do it professionally anymore, but he's pretty critical right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but he did it for a living for many, many years. So now, well, that's now cool. He and he really it. liked it. He would have given it a 97% too. He said that it was the best movie he saw last year. And I was like, a wait a second. That. Wait a second. You're uh, not a horse guy, nor are you an outdry guy. And you're not like a cowboy guy. I don't, what do you mean? He's like, it's just, it's the best movie I saw last year. And, and it is very compelling and very, it's shot very beautifully. And there's, you get to know Brady very, I felt like it was weird. I felt like I knew him. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I don't know this guy. <laughs> but he's just like so raw. And in the movie, just, it's so, he's well, so present. We can give people a little bit of a flavor of it if they haven't seen it. I know a lot of our listeners have seen it, but uh, I have the trailer here and uh, it makes some sense even listening to it. So let's take yeah. a listen. Take a second. It's YouTube. <laughs> get the There's no commercial, so that's good. No more riding, no more rodeos. If you don't stop, your seizures are gonna get worse. I'd sell Gus, Brady. I can't sell Gus. It's not like you can ride anymore. 
seen Lane? Remember when he went three for three in McCool Junction and won it? Yeah, that was a good night for Lane. There you go. Sometimes dreams aren't meant to be. Who's this? That's Apollo. Wow, that's amazing. A horse that never had nobody on his back before. Where are you going with that? I'm going to the rodeo. You don't need to go ride today. I'm entered and I'm riding. Go kill yourself then. It's too bad your mom ain't here. You and her could be stubborn together. I believe God gives each of us a purpose. For the horse is turning across the prairie. For cowboys to ride. As you can hear, it's a light comedy. Um, <laughs> it's harsh, but you know what? It, what? It's just unpredictable. It's 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 uh, like the, the uh, it was just very unpredictable. I liked it. <laughs> well, let's. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing it now. I have to definitely check it out. It is called The Rider. We really appreciate him joining us. And now we're going to be doing something else next year. Let's take a listen to this, and then we're coming back uh, with some equestrian first world problems. And then Leslie is joining us to give us a preview of the eventing coming up this month and what just happened on all the lead up to the Land Rover Kentucky three-day event brought to you by Mars Equestrian. Did I get it right? (laughs) Yes, you did. Look at that. The second Horse Lovers Cruise is set for February 3rd, 2020. Most of you are just thawing out from a miserable winter. Think about next year taking a break from all of that in February and joining us on a warm cruise with fellow horse lovers and listeners of the Horse Radio Network. All of the details can be found at horseloverscruise.com. We had a fantastic time on the first one. Listen to what some of your fellow Horse Radio Network fans and cruisers had to say. I was very grateful for all the uh, Horse Radio Network people to be on the cruise with me because I don't like going places by myself. And even (laughs) though I had never met anybody in person, I had interacted with them on Facebook and through the um, auditor Facebook group, the secret one. And (laughs) we already knew each other. So, I mean, there was a time when we would just hang out. We'd see each other walking around the ship. And we just sit down and start chatting about our horses. And it was awesome. Visit horseloverscruise.com to listen to a special show we did describing the whole cruise and all the details you will need with our travel agent, Michelle, from MEI Travel. Go to horseloverscruise.com. And I also wanted to mention that, of course, you can uh, check out all of the preparations for the Land Rover event coming up at the end of the month on the Eventing Radio Show, part of the Horse Radio Network. Uh, Also, the Heels Down Happy Hour ladies are going to be doing a get-together on Saturday night of Land Rover, and that is going to be held in Lexington at a restaurant in Lexington, but they need an RSVP. They're doing dinner, or you can stop 
stop over for drinks. I think uh, we're going to try and stop over for drinks on Saturday night. So that those details can be found at the Heels Down Happy Hour Lounge on Facebook. And if you listen to the last episode of Heels Down Happy Hour, you will hear their new host. They did select one. They had listeners apply, and I think they picked a good one. So you want to definitely hop on over and listen to the new host on the latest uh, episode of Heels Down Happy Hour that came out on Friday. She did a great job for her first time. So you can take a listen to that as well. Jemmy and I, before we get to uh, before we get to question first world problems, I thought about you over the weekend. Actually, Jemmy wasn't there, but I thought about you over the weekend, Jamie, because I went for for our show Finding Florida to the Sun and Fun Fly In, which is the second largest air show in the country down in Lakeland, Florida, below Orlando. Did that on Thursday with my brother Wayne. And we had, because we had press passes, we got to go meet, the Blue Angels were there, the, the stunt flying team that fly F-18s. and the Navy. Yes. Yeah, Navy. And we got to go meet them, and we got to stand by their planes, and we each got uh, to interview pilots. God, they... They well, all I could think of was Chad the entire time, Jamie's husband, because he was a fighter pilot. They They make them in a mold, and they stamp them out. They're all good-looking, tall, kind of tall, slender, well-spoken, and just have this attitude. They all are the same. It just reminded me of Chad. Well, let me tell you, they they don't all look like that. They just pick the ones to look like that. To be the Blue Angels or the Thunderbirds in the in the Navy, we had uh, a friend that went through the whole processing and got selected, and he's tall, thin, good-looking. Well spoken. Well, and apparently know, they and what they don't do is they don't stick that attitude in there. That, <laughs> that attitude is there, just a tiny bit of cocky, right there on the edge all the time. <laughs> like... I, I tell you again what Chad said to me. So when I w- first met Chad, I was doing real radio. I was working as a part of a morning drive team in Atlanta at a country station, and. <laughs> What I had to do, I, I ju- we just started dating. We've been together a couple, you know, a couple visits, and and I had to go to a NASCAR race, and I had to interview me, drivers, NASCAR drivers <laughs> in the pit. Okay, I'm sure people would give their left arm for this. I was like, okay. So yeah, there's I'm a lot of women that would have loved to been down there. <laughs> I I I don't know anything about it. I, I didn't even know what to ask. Anyway, so he texts me, and I was like, oh, I'm I'm interviewing NASCAR drivers in the pit at the Atlanta Motor Speedway, and his response back to me, oh God, is those guys wish they were me. <laughs> Too. <laughs> and I, I mean, seriously, if you ask a NASCAR driver what they would do if they were, wouldn't drive, they'd say they want to be fighter pilots. It's weird. Right. And so they have, but they have to have that attitude and that demeanor to like not be worried about dying every time. Yeah, both groups. $30 million. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's that whole attitude is on the ground or in the air. One of those, <laughs> those guys wish they were me. <laughs> it, it was amazing. They did have a couple of F-16 pilots who were active who weren't stunt flyers necessarily, but they did a demonstration Yeah, in the F-16s. Because I guess the Blue Angels fly F-18 Hornets, which is a little different plane, but they... 
they look similar to us people who don't know the difference. Um, but they had those guys playing around too, and I, I thought about Chad. I thought, well, he would he probably he probably got to do a couple of those demonstrations and had some fun with it uh, because it yeah, was. I mean, that's their job that they sign up to be a pilot in the whatever. Say they're a Thunderbird or a Blue Angel. They that's their assignment for two years. That's what they Yeah, do. and and he said, you know, it, he described the whole training process, so that'll be in the interview in the next Finding Florida episode. He really did describe it at length, and those guys are good. I mean, they are amazingly good. They're flying so 18 inches the, apart. I mean, it's The Navy crazy. has less rules than the Air Force does on stuff like that. Oh, do they? Yeah. And the guy we I mean, interviewed was a Marine. A- uh, he was really? one of he was yeah. Apparently, they had a couple of Marines in this particular unit uh, this time. Yeah, they're very impressive. They yeah, are, and they I- he said part of their their interview process was how well are you going to be with the press because that's half their job is being public relations. So they they have the well spoken ones out there. But they're doing very it. very handsome. Yeah. <laughs> They, they certainly are. All right. You want to do some uh, a, a few of the equestrian first world problems? So remember, if you have an equestrian problem, it is a first world problem. And um, uh, these are these are pretty good. Uh, these are submitted by our auditors. If you want to submit first world problems, either email them to me, Jamie at horseradionetwork.com or be an auditor, horseradionetwork.com. You can find out where to do that. Um, now, this is not an equestrian problem, but I think it's all of us have had this happen before in one way or another. Alex says, I wanted ice cream last night, but I didn't want to go get some because I just washed and waxed my car the other day uh, after it rained. So here's the thing. I would not have washed and waxed my car. Yeah, that's the first thing. (laughs) (laughs) But Chad would have. So he would appreciate me not going off for ice cream after it rained (laughs) with a freshly cleaned car. Uh, TJ says, I'm going to have to ride in the covered arena or on the trails around the farm because we're at board because I've already spent my allotted horse budget for the month and it's only April 8th. (laughs) (laughs) You just... They have to suffer. Oh, so she can't go and just Yeah, she can't go play. She has to suffer at home. Oh, poor thing. Um, Let's see, the next one. Oh, Kayla... I need, I have more questions than answers about this one. My new horse from the Czech, I'm assuming that's the Czech Republic, is flying to the USA tomorrow and I can pick him up Friday. But now I'm so busy that I just have to have a hauler bring him to me and I just want to see him. Give me, it's like Christmas. (laughs) Yes, I hate myself right now. (laughs) By the way, Kayla is our first interview for the auditor, uh, new auditor segment we're doing Facebook Live on Wednesday night. So I guess we'll be finding out about this horse flying in from the Czech Republic. Uh, Carrie says, I have too many awesome horses to ride and not enough time to ride them all. Gosh, that is our all of our first world problem. Hopefully. Um, also, she says, I just got my horse a new zebra fly sheet and a mask, which I just got Zara, so I'm excited. And I really want to use them. But the bugs aren't out yet. (laughs) (laughs) Bailey, I am so glad that the beautiful spring weather is hitting Pennsylvania. But now I'm getting sunburned. (laughs) (laughs) Susan. Oh, God, Susan. This is so sad. I had to cut my ride short 
because I had an appointment for a massage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lorene, bless your heart. Jesus, I made it to work on time finally, but I can't get out of my car. And I thought, why can't she get out of her car? And then I clicked on the picture. It's because there's two geese outside her window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, love them. Joy says, my mare is in heat, but instead of being a mega witch, she's like confused and demanding snuggles. So I added aspirin to her supplements and I asked the barn manager if he would scratch her back for her after the morning feeding. He probably hates me now. Uh, yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not, I, I've boarded horses and I'm ridiculously spoiling of these horses. And if a boarder asks me to scratch her horses back in the morning, unless you're handing me a $20 bill when you ask, it's not happening. <laughs> Bonnie says, the struggle to keep hay out of my clothes, especially my bra, is real. I think oh we get this God. one every week. <laughs> I don't understand why there's like a vortex vacuum that happens in between your boobs to suck hay down in there but it's real it's a real thing <laughs> leslie's with us right now from horse nation and eventing nation nice. and uh I, do you have that problem leslie the hay issue good morning <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> she's like good morning no for real it's horrible <laughs> actually probably your boobs are super big now and they get all sorts of stuff gets down there like cool <laughs> some snack for later I didn't, some potato chips great <laughs> Leslie of course is about 11 months pregnant mm -hmm. it's what it feels like about 83 years pregnant at this point <laughs> How are you, my dear oh man i'm great actually i'm really great i i'm a little frazzled we're you know as as um i i scheduled uh childbirth right in the middle of um like high tide event season and so you know like where i feel like some ladies get um you know a nesting instinct they're like i gotta set up my nursery i'm like i'm gonna write 500,000 words before I birth this baby. <laughs> like, I, like I like covered two events remotely this weekend and uh, the fork and chat Hills. And we're, you know, uh, three weekends out from Kentucky and everything is just like, everything is on fire right now in my world. Um, yeah. So I'm like, baby, what baby? <laughs> <laughs> So I have to say that I read your post that you posted and it's a picture of you and your dear sweet husband. And I'm going to read this post to everybody in case you're not. Oh, and says, Jamie, guy. get a little bit closer to the mic. We're, okay. You're getting quiet. Says, this guy, I have never loved him more than I have these past nine months through which he has encouraged me to continue living a life that feeds my spirit. Now, this is where I wanted to punch you. During this <laughs> the other part, I'm like, oh my God, that's oh, no. so sweet. And now I'm like, no, I hate you. During this pregnancy, I have run four half marathons and a half Ironman, traveled to France, danced at fish shows, hiked mountains, and galloped on the beach, all while listening to my body with respect and attentiveness. Also, I've eaten a lot of pizza and taken a lot of naps. Um, pregnancy is tough, but it doesn't mean you have to stop living. And while that is true, it's tougher for some more than others. <laughs> <Apparently>. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
gosh, congratulations. I didn't well, know you've done all of that. Yeah, I mean, and I'm lucky. Like I've had I mean, it's been it's been, you know, I've had like minor inconveniences, but I've been really lucky to just be healthy this whole time. And and I want people to know because I, you know, I've like put off getting pregnant for years because I really thought I was going to have to, you know, like stop life. Stop life, you know? That's what you that's what you hear and I kind of went into it with the intention of like no, I'm going to keep as much as I can without pushing myself beyond, you know, what my body feels like it can do. I want to keep doing doing the things that I love doing and, you know, Spart- Spartacus gonna Spartacus. <laughs> and um and um so it's it's been I don't know. I just wish I wish somebody had said that to me. Um you know, years oh, ago. Let me tell you, you haven't had the baby yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the hard part's still coming. Now <laughs> those brakes are about to come screeching. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to point out that I did not realize that you in competition ran 52 miles pregnant. Like I'm four half marathons. I don't know what a half Ironman is, but I'm assuming it's something that's worse than a marathon. Um, yeah. So, I, I just, I feel like, and then you're training in between. Just, oh, She's going to be one of those with the papoose on out there doing a full marathon within a month after giving birth. <laughs> Shaking that baby. The baby will be coming along. <laughs> they will tell you when you go home from the hospital, don't shake the baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 That's why I'm, I'm worried. This, like, even when I'm just sitting, sitting at my desk, I can feel the baby's like, let's go outside and bounce. So, like, so that's all we all we've done for nine months is go outside and bounce. So you couldn't be here last week because you had to go to the hospital for baby making classes. And yeah. um, uh, my guess is you weren't paying attention at all, and you were probably writing stories on your phone while you were supposed to be listening to how to push and breathe. Oh my gosh! Can I tell you guys a funny story? <laughs> yes, please. I went to this <laughs> class, so yeah. Yeah, I was. I'm in orientation, so it also happens to be April Fool's Day, right? Um, yeah, well, usually we have a grand tradition at Eventing Nation of, of like doing some big prank, like, I mean, yeah, and, um, fooling everyone and, um, and it's always like, it's just the highlight of my years, like the, our national holiday. It's like, what, how are we going to pull, you know, what are we going to do this year? So everybody's looking for it. Disturb the equine community this time. Well, apparently I took it too far this year. Um, (laughs) I, uh, so, um, you know, we've got the Land Rover Kentucky three day event, Land Rover, this is their second year as our, um, title sponsor. And then, um, last week, or I mean the week before last Mars, um, which is a huge, you know, they like make M&Ms and all the, all of our favorite chocolate bars and candies and whatnot, um, and they're also huge supporters of equestrian sport. Um, and, um, they signed on as the presenting sponsor. And so I had this idea for April fool's post that, 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 um, that the two, the two sponsors had teamed up to present the winner of the event with a, um, life-size fully functioning, uh, chocolate Land Rover called the Mars Rover, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> and um, found these photos online that somebody had made, like kind of a realistic looking, like Range Rover out of, um, or 
uh, or Land Rover Discovery out of milk chocolate. And so I use the photos and, um, Uh Oh, <laughs> Uh, yeah i mean i'm like whatever this is completely not be- it's and i wrote it in a way that was completely not believe like you could write three sentences and you're like this haha april fools like got okay it. leslie I, I need to stop you so which one yeah. contacted you first was it land rover or mars all of them plus <laughs> kentucky three-day event all at a trifecta of we will sue you if you don't take this down immediately and i'm sitting in the middle of my you know your class first class like i don't have my computer in front of me and i'm just like mayday mayday oh (laughs) Um, my god (laughs) like i mean i'm like not that i mean they've sued us like what do you like we don't even have like what are you gonna t- like you can our assets are all of like we don't even have computers. your world headquarters have, like, must be worth we have like one stuffed animal like we could <laughs> give up you know by the <laughs> way let me clarify that for anybody who wants a sue horse radio network we're in the same boat as they are we got nothing yeah, you, so, yeah. yeah. Nothing. the thing is you can't take blood from a turnip <laughs> <laughs> that's right so uh yes how would they be upset it's april fools it's obviously a joke no it's obviously a joke but yeah so that post lived online for about an hour and a half before we had to pull the plug and disappear it from the internet forever so also they have blacklisted you from ever getting (laughs) media credential at the land rover kentucky three-day event presented by mars equestrian yeah right yeah and i mean to to be fair like i get it they just you know like those companies give them a lot of money and everyone wants to protect you know it's just like you know but and, I don't get that. I still don't get Kentucky it. I mean, was actually really nice about it, you know, but um, we're, that's because they were just happy you weren't doing the post again about all the sinkholes that have eaten up the entire cross country. <laughs> yeah. did a couple years ago, which really freaked everybody out. Yeah. People. Yeah. That, that one was like, that knocked the hole in the eventing <laughs> com- <laughs> community for a little while. There. This one was kind of funny though. I'm, I'm with you on this one. I'm supporting yeah. you on this one. This was kind of funny. And why would they have, I still don't get why they'd have a problem with it. It wasn't like you were saying they were bad. You were saying they were teaming up to do a cool thing. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, this is the dream. I'm talking about a chocolate. Yeah, and it's Easter, by the way, the weekend before. It's Easter, the time of large chocolate things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People just, it's just, it's the world we live in. Nobody can have, no, nobody (laughs) wants to have a good time anymore. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) did you get did you actually take him down while you were sitting there in class by the way uh no well i just i texted our team frantically (laughs) and was like you guys like just you guys have to make this go away right now or else we all lose our (laughs) our quote-unquote jobs and (laughs) <laughs> wow! I see. I didn't even read that one. That one. Yeah, I never saw that one either. Apparently, yeah. I wasn't there for the hour. It was up. Yeah. <laughs> what we do on the show is we continually uh, on April Fool's Day live refresh Horse Nation and Eventing Nation to see what new thing we have uh-huh. to add. And so throughout the show, we chronicle all of the April Fool's Day fun stuff. We didn't even get that one, Glenn. I know. Yeah, it was too late. I guess. Yeah, it was up and <laughs> up and gone. Up and poof. <laughs> Well, so, let me, I don't know. Next year, every next year, all I'm I'm just gonna 
like I give up. I'm just changing all the all the font on the site to Rainbow Comic Sans, <laughs> which to, as to not offend anyone, and we're calling it a day. <laughs> Listen, here's the thing: if you could just leave two things out of it, leave Kentucky their three-day event out of it and leave poor Boyd Martin out of it. My God. Boyd gets it every year. Every year. (laughs) Every year. The UACA had fun with him this year saying he was changing his citizenship back to Australia. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Leslie, speaking of which, eventing is our topic today because we were talking that uh, Weatherbeat is sponsoring our coverage this year. And Weatherbeat would not mind if you made a great big chocolate blanket. I don't think they would care. So, Oh, man. uh, Yeah. So uh, they're sponsoring our coverage. But you, we had some big events over the weekend. You want to tell us a little bit about those in the lead up to Land Rover? We did. Yeah, everybody's, um, you know, we're kind of... We're just just uh, Kentucky's right around the corner, so everybody's got their horses out, um, their Kentucky-bound horses out for one last run, and um, and so this weekend we had uh, two. Oh Lord, it's it's confusing because now with the new FEI star system, what used to be three stars now four star, and Kentucky's now five star. But so we had two four star events. I'm so um, confused about that. By the way, <sighs> how did that? Can, yeah. can you give me a 30 second what is that why well dressage and show jumping um their their top level events are five stars so they wanted the fei wanted eventing to be in line with those other two disciplines so they decided to sort of like basically boost all the um eventing levels up by one star i guess if that makes sense so everybody so. got a promotion without even having to do anything yeah, yeah, basically, basically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you're riding so, three, you're now four. Wow, right, that's right, great. right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, great. Now you're you wanted to be a four star rider always. <laughs> now go. you are. So, um, but we had four, two four stars happening this weekend. We had Ch- Chattahoochee Hills in um, in Fairburn, Georgia, and then we had um, uh, the Fork. Uh, Tryon International Equestrian Center. And um, so let's see, we had, uh, you know, it was pretty fun at at the Fork um, to see Boyd Martin and Setzerleg, um, uh, or however, I'm like, I still don't know how you say that word. You said it right, Setzerleg. Setzerleg. (laughs) Um, His uh, World Equestrian Games mount. And to rewind, they had um, a hiccup on cross country last year um, at, at the WEG at this boat that caught out in the water that caught out a whole bunch of horse and rider combinations. And you know that Boyd has just been kicking himself ever since re-ridden that line and that mess up a thousand times in his head. Um, and so um, everybody gets to the fork this year and they've got the boat out there and it's pretty much the same question that they had up for the world games. Um, so, uh, so everybody, everybody's given Boyd a hard time, lots of ribbing over the, um, <laughs> during the course of the event and you know Boyd's such a good sport you know he's like ah you just watch me I'm gonna be coming to that start flapping my elbows and and uh oh. <laughs> clocking five strides out and um and he and and so he uh 
went through it on on Setzer leg and and it's really great. It's he's he, you can just see he sticks his tongue out over the top of the jump and he and he gets a big cheer from the crowd and you know so he's got that Thank that you for explaining that photo to me i saw that and i was like what is wrong with him <laughs> i mean he is wagging his tongue over the job like but you know what my mama would say you go bite that off yeah no he was ta- he was facing his nemesis head on and so uh that's what so uh, he i think he looked pretty happy about it um and and he and he went on to win the event so he won the the four star there so uh and they're heading on to kentucky so um really exciting to you know that's definitely a pair that you want to keep your eyes on because they finished right up there at the top last year too at kentucky and he says the horse is just even better uh and has grown a whole lot in the past year so can i can i put a plug in too for the uh third and fourth finisher one of our hosts of the eventing radio show liz holiday sharp is just unbelievable this year she man i i she's my pick to i think she could win win, i think she could win it this year um she if if if, uh all, all over town and are um reigning champion doesn't come back in and win it again i think shin. kick him in the shin go it's time time to go uh push down, push him down. Is she, <laughs> has she entered both of her horses fern hill by night and denira z are they both in uh, she's just got uh de niro de niro, de niro. Okay. yep um but, but she has um, been winning everything in the in all winter here in Ocala. all winter yep. yep and she she quite nearly won the fork too she she um was leading it she had the top two spots on both of her horses until cross country and um then just picked up some time i think that um she with uh de niro she, her whole plan was she you know, I think she could have cared less if she won the event. She just wanted to give him a really good um, ride and work on rideability and uh, his woe a little bit um, in front of Kentucky. But yeah, that girl is on fire. So she is. And what a legacy, too, for Tryon. I know we had our issues during the World Equestrian Games last year. We have talked about those endlessly. But look at the legacy that's left. That's a beautiful course. It is. It is. Yeah. And I think it'll be interesting to see what comes of it. You know, there's a, there's some, some rumors that, you know, it could be the site of a, you know, uh, Kentucky uh, 2.0 in the future, another five-star North American five-star. So who knows, who knows, but, um, but yeah, so we had that and then we had, um, chat hills and lots of kentucky bound horses down there too um and ended up uh jacob fletcher uh won it too is actually not he's not going to kentucky his kentucky horse um tweaked a tendon at red hills last month so um but he uh he's a good he's a good kid and do we all remember when he was like 10 <laughs> I think he's still he's not much older than that now. <laughs> Bless his little heart. He's such a sweet guy. He's from Texas. He was telling me my favorite part I talked to him after he won and he said um he said he got he got so uh he 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 got so embarrassed in the award ceremony because they gave the top 3 um 
you know, a bottle of bubbles, bubbly wine, uh, champagne to, to open, you know, how they do and he didn't the champagne, know how. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he, <laughs> he said he opened it and nothing happened. And he was like, geez, they gave me a dud. And he didn't realize you had to shake up the bottle before <laughs> you opened it if you wanted it to squirt. So the other the other two girls that were second and third place just doused him with <laughs> champagne and he was stink, stinking up his truck on the way home. His groom was complaining at him. He's like 20? 20? Something he, like that? He, yeah, he's in his 20s, but yeah. he, yeah, young 20s, I think. I don't yeah. know exactly. I remember how old starting he is, but... to follow him when he was a te- young teenager. He was first yeah. a teenager. He's been on that circuit for a long time. Yeah, he's, he's a good kid. He's got a good head on his shoulders and is always, you know, quick to. Uh, self-depreciate and he's he's just but he's in he's an incredible rider very talented and has good horses and um but he's yeah he's I, I like i like that one he's going places very cool so that's so who's coming from overseas do you know off the top yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we got um well i mean we got oliver townend um who won last French. year so that's yep. yeah does he bring the same horse he won with last year yep uh, yep oh, cooling master class yep oh, um we got piggy french from another british rider um, who happens to win things all the time too uh, yep, yeah yep <laughs> <laughs> um tim price from oh. new zealand rider yep tim and janelle um, is janelle seems coming like cute. no 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 okay. janelle that's his wife um seems like yeah it seems like uh Oh, we got Hazel Shannon. She's coming a long way from Australia. She won um, the four star, now five star, and um, at Adelaide in Australia last year. So, um, huh. yeah. Is this a qualifier for anything? This particular event? I don't think uh, so. This year, is it? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why we don't see as many coming over. Uh, like last year, they were coming over because of WEG. We saw a lot. Right. Of, we saw a lot of foreign riders because of WEG. But I think this year we're not qualifying for anything. Next year mm-hmm. we'll see them back again, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, so no, no, uh, Michael Young. Uh, too bad. So sad. <laughs> too bad. So sad. Give someone else a chance. <laughs> We're all upset not to see him come. <laughs> Wait, we, how long has it been since American won? Forever. Uh, it's been, yeah, I don't like to think about it. But yeah, it's been a, it's been a hot minute. <laughs> Liz, mm. come on, Liz. Yeah, come on, Liz. You can do it. I think she, I really think she can. I think she's she's got a good chance. So. That'll be the uh, first time one of our hosts have won a major five-star event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, I've I've tried several times, but I've I know pulled it off quite yet. Lots of second places. I know. Well, look at you. You almost won in Mongol <laughs> in Mongolia. Um. <laughs> you did lead the Mongol Derby. You led the time. Mongol Derby for one day. That is something I can take to me with me to the grave. That's true. <laughs> well, Leslie, Never. thank you so much. Are you? going to be with us next week uh, if you don't have a baby are you going to be with us next who week who knows yeah yeah <laughs> i can't wait i'm going to call it when i'm in labor i'm going to ring into the show <laughs> you, I, if you're if it's between <laughs> 10 and 11 30 in the morning you damn well better she's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be like screaming into the phone <laughs> we want to hear it live here on the show <laughs> Tell you something, Leslie. He asked me the same thing. I, I did. Was like, yeah, you can suck it. Yeah, she wouldn't do it. But see, Leslie's a good sport. She'll do it. Leslie would do it. 
Look, she went to Mongolia because I asked her to. Give me that Skype. Put me on the line. I got some things to say. I didn't talk you into this one, though. You can't blame me for this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's it. Thanks, Leslie. Eventingnation.com, horsenation.com, jumpingnation.com, allthenations.com. Have Do you week. own that one, allthenations.com? If you don't, you should. Allthenations.com. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yep. <laughs> See you, Leslie. Bye. Bye. <laughs> well, she seems to be in good spirits. God love her. Enjoy it while he can. <laughs> Were you guys both, uh, Jemmy, you still with us, by the way? I don't know if Jemmy's still here or not. Um, were you both I'm still here? <laughs> oh, okay. Were you both in this good of spirits two weeks out from having your baby? Well, do we what? Were you both in this good a spirit two weeks out from having your baby like she is? I was a frazzled mess, so I'm not one to answer that question. <laughs> Jamie, I don't remember. How how soon did you quit before doing the show before you had the baby? Like two weeks. I thought it was about two weeks ahead. Yeah, it was about two Dude, weeks ahead. Dude, let me tell you something. Like, you just don't sleep anymore. Even before, like your last trimester, you just don't sleep because you pee every five minutes. And <laughs> True story. Super uncomfortable and like try to figure out ways to lay. And then you're so hot, you're dying. And then your husband touches you and you're like, get off me, you monster. <laughs> and you see me. the picture of me, Glenn, when I was yes, pregnant, how I big did. I looked like I swallowed a missile. <laughs> so I wasn't sleeping at all. So I basically, I was so bored. I, yeah, I worked up until the day he popped out because I just, I had nothing else to do. Like, <laughs> Jemmy was one of those where they say it's all belly. Awake. Literally, it was all belly. <laughs> I'll post a picture in the auditor room. Y'all enjoy that. Uh, fun. Good times. No, I, I, Leslie is, um, she's one of those people that you hate. Like I had these girls that were friends of mine and both their husbands, by the way, were Thunderbirds, which we go there back go. to the, yeah, the women, the, the men, are, the men are tall and handsome, yeah. Yeah. but the women are skinny and tall and beautiful bitches too. So, <laughs> And we all three had babies at the same time, like within a couple weeks of each other. And those pitches they were like right up, didn't they? Ninety <laughs> pounds a month after, and I, I I, they walked out of the hospital know. looking like they went in, you know, went in before they were even pregnant. And I come out like this job of the hut out of a wheelchair. <laughs> like, Whoa, get me out of here! That was terrible. That's the way it is with the Royals, though. Don't they all, Kate and those guys, they come out of the hospital. It looks like they haven't even been pregnant. I don't know what they do. Pull it tight. They're like, they've got like cinched. They're being cinched up, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Just... Although she is tall and skinny and pretty, too. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining us tomorrow. We have the Endurance episode with Karen later in the week. We have Mary Kitzmiller. And then Wednesday and Friday, Jamie and I will be... I think we're both here all this week. So we'll be here the next couple of weeks. And then we'll have uh, some fun programming for you coming up from Kentucky. So thanks for joining us. We're going to have a special episode coming out pretty soon of Finding Florida 2, what we talked about, the fun festivals we went to, and the interesting people we met there. Glenn, I got to ask you. Yeah. What did you learn today? What did I learn today? I learned that rodeoing is dangerous, and I'm glad I never did it. Um, I, I learned that... Actor that you can take people who are not actors and to make an award-winning film out of it, which I think so many producers. I was thinking about that while we had him on. Hate to get serious, but 
so many producers are afraid to do a film that doesn't have celebrity stars. And look at this film, and it was so critically acclaimed. It actually made a little money, too. Um, You know, I kind of learned that today. It was like, that's really cool that that can still happen. Yeah. Yes. What did you learn today? Well, I learned, and I'm gonna. I haven't mentioned this. I watched the Highwayman yesterday. The Highwayman. Yes. Man. Oh, you did. Okay. Oh my God, that movie was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Anybody should. And I don't like scary shoot 'em up movies. It was. I was so stressed out at the end of the movie. By the way, I had to Google how did they die because I had to find out. I couldn't stand the suspense anymore. I had to. I had to. Learn the ending before it got to the ending. You did? Yes, Bonnie Clyde was just too stressful. (laughs) Hide in the woods. It's like, oh my God, I deposit. How did Bonnie Clyde die? Okay, here it is. Okay, then I can hit it. A couple of the auditors complained that it was too slow. I think they really did set, you know, it. I thought they did a good job. Actually, it needed to be a little slow. I liked how, I like yeah, certain parts. The pacing. Of it, where they're sitting at the pacing was really good, and you're trying to figure out who is kind of in on it. Is that kid in on it, or is he? Not it needed to it? be that way because it made you realize it. I don't know if this caught you caught your attention when you were watching it, but they did a really good job of no anachronisms. I mean, they made it seem like it was back then. Um, but it also you you had to realize that nothing happened quickly. You were had newspapers and you had a telephone, and that's. The only thing you had. So everything took time to get done. And I think they really made that point very well in the movie. The movie was great. The movie was like a major motion picture. Did it make you... I mean, we think we're screwed up now. They were celebrities. I mean, big celebrities. Did it make you wonder and go, well, we're screwed up. We've always been screwed up as a human race. It's it's just amazing. It's amazing. The part where they're getting the cars surrounded with people wanting to get their autograph and stuff. This Bonnie and Clyde, they murdered... They took families, people away from their family. I mean, it just, they were such... They were horrendous people. And she, they really depicted her the way she was. I've seen so many of the uh, movies where she's kind of depicted kind of glamorous, but she was just a cold-blooded killer. Yeah, she's a stone-cold killer. And, um, yeah. So I learned that that movie was great, and you were actually right in your review because you really liked it, and I think it was just... We agreed on one? We agreed on one. Wow. And I also learned that I am also uh, with Bonnie in the stone cold killer category because I am going to go back outside and kill indiscriminately fleas and ants and ticks. <laughs> wasps and wasps. Wasps and sprays. I got the sprays like, like that. Um, yeah. And I also learned kind of how Brady is. I, I was just wondering how he told people about that he was a movie star. And he just doesn't. He, well, it's a cowboy. Way. They wouldn't do that. Then all that. I didn't ask though because I knew what the answer would be, and I didn't want to be disappointed. And I, I just know through watching him on Facebook, he still doesn't wear a damn helmet. No. Nope. Mm. Look at his scars on his head. Um, well, Jemmy, the non-horse also person. I learned that Jemmy and I had similar experience being oh, pregnant. Did you go look at her <laughs> picture in the auditor room? Oh, my God. The auditors just learned what I look like. <laughs> oh I just God. posted it up. Oh, my God. I don't know. How You're you, welcome. How did you fit between you and the steering wheel is my question. So. Oh, <laughs> God. The thing is, it really was all belly. So I'd be shopping, like, in Target or something, and I'd turn to grab something off the shelf and inevitably it was oh my god behind 
Where did that come from? <laughs> like laying. J- Jamie, like closer to the mic. <laughs> it, it, it looks like he is laying flat out. Like yeah, he, he was having. He was on vacation in there, laid out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is stunning that picture. So, Jamie, what did you learn today, the non-horse person? <laughs> I learned that that picture is still damp, <laughs> shocking. <laughs> I also learned that um, you can play yourself in a movie as a complete jerk and actually enjoy it. Yeah, okay that was surprising. It. The dad, that was, because he's like this alcoholic guy who was a pain in the ass. So well, like, he did something to that boy. I was so pissed Ugh. i was so mad and then he kind of redeems himself helping helping brady out later on in the movie but i, I just i was so furious but, I like, gotta, yeah. but you know what a guy like that would like to play himself wouldn't he yeah if you think about it though it was really good. <laughs> and two, really good two, two really good movies and uh the highwayman and the and one both. very very pregnant jimmy oh my God. <laughs> And Leslie, oh God, Jimmy, I am so sorry. Oh. I don't think anybody's going to beat that picture, Jimmy. I like I said, I couldn't sleep, so I worked until the day he popped out. What else was I going to do? It's like it's like in the in the the cartoons where you're like, uh, when you're a kid, you're like, hey, I'm going to stuff this giant oversized balloon in my shirt and pretend I'm pregnant and walk around like it. No, like that's 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 what you look like. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I think you need to post that on the horses in the morning. No, nope, don't do nope, that. No, enough. don't do that. <laughs> if, you wanna, if you want to see the picture, you have to become an auditor. Go to horsesinthemorning.com and click on the auditor banner. You know what else you can do by seeing this picture? You will never have a child. <laughs> if watching the la- if watching Stan Lee get born wasn't enough for Lucas, show this picture of you. Yeah, exactly. All right, that's it. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Hey, Nudergeld. Ah. God. How much did he weigh? 85 pounds? About seven and a half pounds. <laughs> He's just, you know, weird. <laughs>